our dads walked away. Okay, well, let's have baby mamas. You know, our dads walked away, so why don't we, uh, let's go commit crimes. My, I remember my dad, he committed a crime. My mom, my mom said he was a, a nobody. That's kind of what some of y'all say. Well, my, that's what my mom said. He's, he's a nobody, so I guess I'm a nobody too. And sometimes, you know, you guys grow up with that definition of yourselves that you're also nobody because your dad was nobody. And I'm here to tell you, Elevate, that's not true. You are somebody. If you receive Jesus, that's somebody that you are. You're a child of God. You are now adopted into God's kingdom. You're adopted into him. And, what, and the awesome thing about this, guys, is that you never, ever have to worry about him leaving you. You will never, ever have to look back and say, man, God, I, I, I know you're there, God, but just, just don't leave me. He's not going to leave you, guys. He will not leave you. And in these times that you go through, as the psalm said, in, 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 in trouble, he's definitely not going to leave you. He's going to teach you how to go through this. Like, son, let me, let me teach you how to go through trials. Be victorious. Stand firm in your faith. Don't accept the lies of the enemy. Don't accept the lies that, that the enemy has said about your dad, that you also will be just like your dad. No, you will be the victorious young man in the household. If you have to get a job, you will get a job, and you will glorify God with that job. You will not steal at your job. You see, responsibility starts to kick in when God becomes our father. When we, when we say, God, I want you to be my father. You see, we make the decision. And I want you guys to know that you make the decision. It's not forced. Like, you don't wake up one day and you're like, okay, I guess I'm a child of God today. No, no, no. See, that's why in, in John, or if we can go backwards, it says, to all who did receive him. It says, to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So, you see, you have to choose him. The same way you would choose your sin, well, you're fathered into sin. You're fathered into a child of Satan. And you see, you can break that. You can break that elevator. You don't have to wake up another day and say, okay, well, I guess I got to smoke weed again. Wake up another night and whatever. You can't sleep at night because you're just thinking about what you did the night before. And you're continuing and walking in this, this life that you just don't know how to fix it. You just wish that you're, oh, I wish my dad was there to help me. And the thing is, we, no matter how much you do, no matter what you try, you can't get your physical dad back. And I, I, I don't say that mean in a mean way or anything because I know some of you don't have your dads because some of them died. And what I'm saying is that everything you try to do, you know, to, to be a mess in, 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 your, in your house where your mom is and, and try to prove something to your mom like, like I'm, I'm going to be better than dad, right? And that's cool. You want, you want to prove to mom you're going to be better than dad. But it's almost like there's almost like a, like, a, like a pain you have and you're saying, man, I hate my dad. Why did he have to leave me? I don't know if you guys can relate to that, because I did. You know, I could relate to that. You know, not, not too long ago, about a few years ago, you know, my dad and I, we, uh, we reconciled. And that was awesome, because it was almost like I never thought that my physical dad would come back. But when I got saved back in 2013, right, it, it, was, it, was, it was tough, because I was wondering, well, will my dad come back? And I had to forgive him. I had to forgive my dad. And I don't know, some of you here have done that. To forgive your dad for what he has done. He has left. But if your dad died, well, that's, that's a different story. You see, whenever we have to, to come to a point in our life where we're lost and you don't know which way to go. You've done everything you possibly could have done. And now you're thinking about, my dad kind of did that. You know, for the ladies, 
when there's no dad in the home, it's like you really don't know how to be treated. or You don't even know how, for example, when you're dating, well, I, I guess if, if this guy wants to treat me this way, that's how I have to be treated. But see, a dad in the home is going to say, sweetie, you don't ever let a, a, another man hit you. You don't ever let a man touch you inappropriately. Because see, it's the job of a father to talk to, to their kids with, about these kinds of things. And you see, with your eternal father, when you understand that, that you are his child, that you've been born again, you're not going to get into these relationships with people that you know are just going to hurt you. Because he teaches you now to know better than that. You will now know better to not go and get into these uh, uh, sex out of, of, of marriage relationships. You will honor God in your, in your singleness. And a while back, we had a series about love. And one thing that, that, that I want you guys to know about that is that it's cool that you want to love somebody. You want to date somebody. The problem is that you haven't been taught how. And see, what I want you guys to know is that God can teach you how because God loved you first. And because God loved you first, you can receive that in all fullness and say, God, you love me so much. You did this. So I'm going to not love people that much. That I'm going to go the extra mile to serve somebody. To not use somebody. Because many times people think that to love somebody, you got to use them for something. They'll think, well, I, I guess that's how the... In their mind, they'll think they love me or I love them. Let me just use them for this. Let me just use them for that. That's not how it is. Dads don't do that. Dads don't, don't, don't use their kids. Dads don't, don't take their, their, their kids' college funds. I know there's some dads that do that, and it's, it's messed up. But they, dads do the craziest things when they don't know Jesus. And so today here, guys, tonight, as, as you're here and you're listening to, to what I'm talking about, I want you guys to be encouraged, not discouraged. Be encouraged the fact that God wants to father you. He wants to show you so many things that you've never been taught. For example, how to have the confidence to go and apply for a job. God will teach you that. He will give you the confidence to go and approach an employee and, and go and apply for that job and have confidence and believe that you will get the job. You see, that's something that my dad didn't teach me. And so when I got saved, I started to pray about these things. God, how can I get a job? And every time I thought about it, I, I'm, I'm like, man, I wish my dad could have been here to teach me that. But God was teaching me the whole time. I'm praying and praying, and I'm, I'm gaining some understanding here about the job world. And I will go in confidence. It will, be, it will feel so awesome to get that first job. Anyone here have a job? You remember that feeling when you got that job? It felt amazing because you're now, it's almost like an, an independency that you have. Like, well, I, I can provide for things now. I can help my mom with the bills. I can help my mom with all of these things. And that's showing love. That you love your mom so much, you're willing to help her out. That you're not going to do what your dad did to run away and, and take the money and, and go and spend it and abandon the family. You don't have to do that. Right? Let's turn to Psalms 139 verses uh, 7 to 10. Let's read it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, 
Even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Guys, what this is saying is that no matter where we try to go, God is there. But you see, you, you won't be able to understand this if you are not a child of God. Children of God understand that wherever they go in hard times and things are just not going the way we want them to, God is there. And God is so willing, guys, to uplift us and take us out of these troubles and guide us through how to go through these things. But you have to first understand, you have to understand this first, Elevate, that you must be a child of God first. You have to accept the fact that God will father us. You know, there's a term in the Bible that is so unique that is called Abba. And what that is, is that it's an Aramaic word which closely translates to daddy. Isn't that amazing? That's what it closely translates to, daddy. That sounds familiar. You know, and, and what got me thinking of this was, you know, a week ago, um, you know, my son, he woke up in the morning and I could hear him saying, dada. It was the cutest thing ever. You know, and it really struck my heart like, wow, he's, he's, he knows I'm his dad. And you see elevate in the morning. Just think about this. When you go see God in prayer, you could say, God, Daddy, Daddy, I need you. And to some of you think it's funny, but it's true. You, have, you, you begin to have this, this strong relationship with God that it's replaced now from the relationship you never had with your dad. And that you're able to see him as a daddy. It's so personal. But you can't understand that if you have not even made that step to say, God, I want to be your child. I want to be your child. I'm tired of living my life like a child of the devil. Break that and declare that you will be a child of God. Because otherwise you won't be able to experience these things that I'm talking to you guys about. Having the joy of the Lord every morning you wake up knowing that you don't have a dad but you have a father in heaven. This is literally what I'm talking about. You see, I don't wake up anymore thinking, man, where's my dad? <laughs> oh no, the dad, my father in heaven is present every morning I wake up. He is there. And you know what? He woke me up in the morning. God woke you guys up in the morning, everybody. Think about that. Your physical dad that wasn't there, he didn't wake you up in the morning. God did. And just almost, you know, think of it as well. When you go home and you're about to go to sleep, that God will put you to rest. You rest in his presence. You rest in God's presence because you ain't got nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about because God is your father. He will protect you. He will guide you. I mean, the psalmist said that he is a refuge and strength. Many of y'all here that lack refuge and strength. I keep trying to find it in yourselves. You keep trying to find it in all these other things. Not knowing you can find it in God. You can find refuge and strength in God. Elevate. So whatever it is you're trying right now that you think is working, that's numbing the pain out, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. You have to make the decision to go to God. Submit to Jesus. Especially in your troubles. Because it seems like sometimes when people go through problems in life... It makes it even harder to say, I don't think God can change my problems. Or I don't think I can go to God because my dad left me. And it's like a, 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 a condemnation that just keeps spurling out. It's that, it's that well, my dad left me. Well, how do I know that God's gonna, not going to leave me? And it's this, this pain you have and you carry. God will take that pain away. He will take that pain away, elevate, and put joy in there. He will fill joy in your hearts. You don't have to wait, but wake up another day feeling horrible that your dad left you. 
If we can turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. I really want you guys to get this, man, that God is a father. And I will be a father to you. This is God talking. And you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. This is scripture here. This is not coming from my own mouth. And what I want you guys to know is that because scripture is telling us that God will father us, you can 100% know that that is the truth. That is not the lie. Because the Bible is 100% truth. There is no lie in the Bible. So whatever you've been told about from your friends, right, or maybe even, maybe even your stepdad, I haven't gotten to that yet, but whatever lies that you have been told about the Bible and about God, it's not true. Because the Bible is telling us that he will be a father to us. You will be a son to him. You will be a daughter to him. No worries. You know, to what I said about stepdads, I don't know if some of you here have stepdads, but if you do, there are sometimes, there are times where, you know, in your life you realize, well, this is the closest thing that I have as a physical dad. And what some of y'all will do is you'll regret that. You'll see it as, well, he's not really my real dad, so I'm not really going to listen to him. Which is understandable. I, I, I get it. But if you see that he is a manly, he is a, God, a, man, a man of God, right? He loves the Lord. He's actually teaching you the Bible, right? He's, he's trying to be your physical dad. Don't reject that. There's no need to reject that. He's trying to be there for you. I mean, would you rather have a dad or would you rather have someone that's, that's not your dad? It's something similar. He's not your physical dad, but he's your stepdad. And so you see, what I want you guys to understand is that God has entrusted people like a stepdad to be there for you in replace of your physical dad. God uses people the same way God gave you a mom. He gave you a mom, and sometimes some of you guys hate your mom because your mom didn't buy you Jordans. Some of you guys that do have dads hate your dads because your dad didn't give you that quince that you wanted. And see, that's a problem with today is that a lot of people are selfish. They don't appreciate the parents they have. And so in cases where people don't have dads, well, selfishness kind of, to put it in there, it's a little hard to put the word selfish in there. But here's the thing. Not having a dad, people are still selfish. Because now they're, they're, they're growing up to, to be selfish like the dads that, that, that they left them. God is a jealous God that wants us. You see, his heart is for us, not against us. And so when we go and we run to sin and we run to these other things and not to God, God becomes jealous of that. It's almost like, you know, for, for those that have a dad, it's almost like when you go and you run to, uh, I don't know, let's say when you're like 12 years old, right? And, and, and I think only dads can relate to this, but when your child is growing up and, and he's 12 years old and he goes to his room, he wants to play video games, and dad's like, well, I want to hang out with you. You know, I don't know if anybody can, can relate to that, but it's like, well, God, he wants to hang out with us. You see, God wants us to go and, and share the problems you have with him. Come to me. Come to me, son, daughter. What is it? What, what has been bothering you? Let me comfort you. That's what God does. Literally, that happened to me two weeks ago. I was, I was just, I was, I was, I was feeling down. And I was like, God, God, I need you. Why am I feeling like this? And I'm crying out. I'm crying out. And God, he, he comforted me. 
God comforted me. So when there are times where you feel down, elevated, you have those moments where you're like, man, I don't feel a little down today. I'm a little discouraged. And God, he, he uplifts you. The Holy Spirit that God sends, he, he comforts us. And see, that's the awesome thing of Elevate about God is that when you're going through these problems, don't think that he's not there. Oh, he is surely there. He's seen every tear that you have. He's seen every problem that you're going through. He sees it all. And the problem that a lot of you do is that you don't invite God in those times. What you do is you invite somebody else to take the pain away. You invite friends over to come party. You're supposed to invite God. You see, God is not going to force himself in those times. You have to invite the Lord. Do you think that God forces himself into your life and says, take me, receive me? That's not how it is. We invite God. Because the problem is that if, we, if, if you guys think that that's how it is, well, then God doesn't have a free will. You don't have a free will. You make the decisions. So if you know you're going through these problems and you're not inviting God, well, you're just going to keep having these problems. I mean, that's really all I can say because only God can help you in these times that you're going through. He's a father. What a father does, a physical father, right? What he does, that he comes in these times and he holds us and he hugs us and he does these things. And the father, he can come to us in these moments. When we cry out to him, say, Daddy, I need you. Daddy, I failed my, my report card. I, 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 did, I did so bad. I filled these grades and then my report card's bad. And you got straight abs and you feel discouraged. Well, you know what? Cry out to God because you did something wrong. You messed up in school. And I'm not here to tell you guys that that's just how it is. You're going to be a failure. No. You see, whatever it is you're going through right now, you're failing in your classes. Okay, well, you know what? Do better next time. And actually glorify God in your schoolwork. Glorify God in your homes. Because just because your physical dad is not there, it doesn't mean you don't have to glorify him. It doesn't mean that, that you can disregard God because your physical dad is not there. That's not how it is. Because one day when you all pass away, you're going with the Father in his kingdom. And so the thing is, for some of you out here who, who have thought about, well, well, my dad passed away. I don't know where he is. And you know for a fact that your dad, you know, he was... He was gangbanging, he was in crimes, and he was doing all of these things. Well, by his fruit, we will know that your dad is, was, is, is not in heaven. And sometimes it's, it's hard for people to hear these things. You know, I was watching a, a video of, uh, of, of the Pope talking to a child. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Pope is talking to his, to his child, and the child's asking, you know, my, my dad, he was, uh, he was uh, uh, an atheist. What was it? Was he an atheist? Yeah. He was an atheist, and the Pope tells him, I don't think God will send your, your dad to hell. That's a lie. That's a lie. And so the reason why I'm using this as an example, because those of you here that didn't have dads, you know, you don't have to make something up just to make you feel better about where your dad will be. Because you have to worry about yourself right now. Where are you going to go? <laughs> because if you're not living for Jesus, well, you're going to go just as where your dad went. And I know that that's, that sounds a... I don't want it to sound mean, but look, if you're not following Jesus right now, why do you want to go the same path that your dad went through? You don't have to. You can be a child of God, live for Jesus, and that one day he will meet your maker. That's really what it is.
And if your dad did follow Jesus, well, praise God, you're going to see your dad during the kingdom. But don't get caught up on these things, Elevate. Tonight, I really want you guys, man, to press deep and begin to have that relationship with God. Because if you don't do it tonight, if you do not do that tonight, Elevate, well, tomorrow when you wake up, well, I don't even know if you're going to wake up tomorrow to live another day because tomorrow's not promised. Now, I always say that a lot because it's the truth. I don't want you guys to walk off from this door to know that tomorrow is not promised. You have to know that. Every time you come here, we will make sure we tell you guys that tomorrow is not promised and you have to live every day for Jesus. And so Elevate, uh, in, uh, in closing, if you can go back to uh, John, please. Uh, John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. Who's going to receive Jesus tonight? If you know you're not a child of God, who is going to receive him? You have to make that decision. Because if you don't, you will end up just like your father that abandoned you, that didn't want God, that abandoned his family to go into something else. And I think a lot of times why people, young people in, in, in this generation fall into all these kinds of sin is because, as I said earlier, there's no leadership. There's no one there to guide you guys. There's a problem, a lack of leadership in the homes today. You know, when I preach the gospel and I talk to somebody and I ask them, was your dad in your home? And they say no. And it makes a lot of sense why they are the way they are. Because their dads weren't there to teach them godly ways. And then when I meet somebody that tells me my dad died and they're, and they're, they're different people now. Like that person is so joyful. That person is, is literally has joy in his heart and he's, and he's just finished telling me his dad passed away. But you see, to some of y'all, it's like, how can somebody be so happy? And it's not that they're happy that their dad died. It's the fact that, that because their dad died, they no longer have to hold on to that pain. God has now taken them away from that pain. And whatever it is that you, have, you guys have gone through something like that, and you still feel that pain there, you have to understand that God will fill that pain you have. You will receive joy instantly. It's not something like every day you get a little bit of joy and every day you get a little bit of joy here and there. It's that moment, that now, you receive God. You are instantly filled. And you are now being fathered by God Almighty. No longer being fathered by sin. No longer being caught up in the world. Because God is now teaching you the right ways. And the Bible talks about that. That children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or her husband's will, but born of God. So elevate. Tonight, I urge y'all, man, to be born of God. Because you know that if you continue living your lifestyles and thinking that you're just going to end up like your dad, well, keep believing that. That's how it's going to be. You're going to continue believing that. Well, this is how it is. This is how it is. No. God is not going to give you a new perspective a kingdom mindset to go and preach the gospel to individuals that don't have fathers and tell them the same thing that God told you. Because there are people out there like yourself as well feeling the same way. I don't have a dad. But my father in heaven is always present. Hallelujah. He is always present. And you encourage people. Because I bet you there's a lot of people in your school that are the same way, that feel the same way you do, Elevate. And you can go next week.
Because there's two weeks left of school. You can go next week. There's still time to encourage your friends and tell them, hey, man, I, I know how you feel, but I want to tell you that I'm different now. I know my God, I know that my dad abandoned me, but my Father in heaven has not abandoned me. Guys, it's, it's, there's power in that. There is power in that. And not just power, but the fact that, that God, when, when he comes and he hears, he hears the voice of us saying, Daddy, it brings him so much joy. Because he hears children, his children, calling out to him. If I can have a, a Lawrence on the keys or a, someone on the guitar, please. We're going to have a, a song and that. Can you play Good, Good Father, please? You know, many of you all, when you, when you first came here, it was almost like you're searching for an answer. You're hoping, I hope tonight this, this pain goes away. It's just like tugging on her. You're hoping, I hope tonight it just goes away. I'm, I'm sick of feeling like this. I might, my dad didn't care about me. That pain you have, Elevate, it's going to go away. It will go away. God will give you instant joy. You know, the last time that, that you remember that you had your dad, or for those that you, you, were, you were a baby and you really didn't have your dad, right? Remember people that went through the same thing you went through and how they are now. They're living for God. They're not thinking about the past. They're living for God. And I think that's something a lot of y'all will do is you'll, you'll stick to the past. And it's almost like the past is, is attacking. The past is just continuously grabbing onto you and pulling you back. You don't have to let it. Don't let your past haunt you. Don't let your past tell you who you're going to be in your future. No, because in the present, as God is present in your life, everything changes. So if that's you, man... That's you who has been holding on to the past. That's you who has just had this pain about the past and the things that have happened to you because of not having a dad. Well, I want you guys to have the confidence to go to God and cry out to him as daddy. Because he is your father. He wants to father you elevate. If you can please stand as we, uh, as we close out. Can I have the altar workers come up, please? You know, if you have a testimony similar to mine and similar to, uh, to Oscar and everyone else here that has shared a testimony, I want you guys to have boldness to share that, those kinds of things. Because it affects the lives of people when they hear that. It encourages people to know that you were able to get through that. Not, not because of you, not because of your friends, but because of God. Because God was able to get you through that. That fatherlessness situation. That because now he fathers you. Now he has accepted you. And that he will not deny you. But if you deny God, listen to that a little bit. If you deny God, there's nothing that God can do about that. Because you made the decision to not have anything to do with God. And then when you pass that decision, you're going to regret it so much. 
You see, there's still time here on earth as your air is going through your lungs and you're, and you're alive right now to make the decision to become a child of God and experience the awe and wonderfulness of God and how he can be a father in your life. And for those that do have dads, I want you to know that God will still be your father. So you have a physical dad. God is your ultimate father. Because when you pass away, you're going with Jesus. And what I want you guys to know is that right here in this time, you can make that choice. I'm not going to make it for you. I made a decision back in 2013. I decided to follow God. I decided to, make a, to become a child of God because I knew that my ways didn't work, that I knew that this pain that I just kept holding on to, this bitterness, it just it kept making it worse. I needed to make the decision to become a child of God. I did it, and I believe you can do it too. So we can bow our heads and pray and and if you know that's you and you want to come up, please do. The altar is open. It's open for you guys to come and get to experience, to experience God as a father for the rest of your lives. So God, I pray, Lord, that these youth, these youth, oh God, have had this pain, that have had this urgency and confusion of not knowing how to be a child, how to be fathered. And God, you will do that, Lord. God, you will do that. You did it to me, oh Lord. You did it to Lawrence, God. You did it to Oscar. You did it to Job, oh God. You have done it to everybody here, Lord. And those that don't know, those that have not experienced you as a father, I pray they come right now, oh God. And they will give it at the altar. They will give it at your feet, Jesus. Oh Lord, I pray, God, that every youth here, Lord, will be encouraged and feel loved by you. God, you will not hold your love back from us, oh God. You want to give your love freely to us, Jesus. And one example that you have done, that, Lord, is that you gave your son, oh God, to die on the cross for us, Jesus. The Son of God came to die for our sin. And you see, Elevate, your dads, they didn't die for your sin. Your dads that have passed away, dads that have abandoned you, they didn't die for your sin. God has sent his son to die for us. And that redemption is at us now. And that we can receive him. And have a right to call God Father. Oh God, I pray God that youth, Lord, will cry out to you as daddy. Oh God. Jesus. I think for some of y'all still, it's, see, it hasn't been fully put in your, in your mind. Some of y'all just don't get it still. The fatherlessness is a problem. It's a serious problem in this generation. It ruins lives. It ruins marriages. It ruins families. And what I want you to know is that God restores these things. God restores marriages. God restores families. As a father in our lives, he does these things that no man can do, that no father can do, but that only God can restore. And if you know that's you, I'm going to keep calling you out to come up because you got to give it all to Jesus. There's nothing that you can do to make yourself feel better or change it. Only God, Daddy, can fix it.
And the reason why you don't know how to fix it is because you don't have guidance to know even how to fix things. And that God will teach you how to fix certain problems. But you had to allow God to intervene in your lives. And if some of you have been had some bitterness towards your dad, your dad has walked away, you hate him so much, I want you to come up and forgive him. Because the Bible says if you don't forgive others, if you do not forgive others, it is like wishing that your neighbor has poison. Forgive your dads. God has forgiven you, Elevate. God has forgiven your sin. Why would you not forgive your dad? I did it. I have forgiven my dad, guys. Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you come, Lord, into the hearts of these youth, oh God. That those that have invited you, oh God, I pray, they will begin to have a relationship so strong, so deep, that they pursue you every day of the, that you bless them with, oh God. Oh Lord, you are everywhere. You are very much full everywhere, oh God.